0: Hey everyone, and a very warm welcome to today's episode. So I recently had a birthday, and I was still lying in bed when my seven-year-old stormed into the bedroom, and very loudly he screamed at the top of his lungs, Happy birthday, Mommy! You're 48 now! And at first, I was thinking, I don't feel 48. How is that even possible? Although some mornings when I wake up, I do feel 48. But on this particular morning, I thought, this this can't be possible. And then I realized, yeah, I am 48, and I'm loving it. But it's been a journey for me to move from the numbed out and overwhelmed version of myself to the woman that I am today and stepping into my queen energy. I think this age is often a time where we start to wonder what's next We desire and yearn for something more, but we don't always know what this more is. We're not able to express that or even quantify that. So often when we get to this stage in our life, we may feel that we are stuck in a rut and we are packed under so many conditions and layers and habits and patterns that keep on showing up and keep on repeating themselves. And we have this deep yearning that we're searching for a purpose. And again, it's often difficult for us to imagine how we can get there, how we can really step into this version of ourselves that we desire. So this is what we're going to get into In today's episode, I want to talk about aligning to your queen self and really embodying this queen energy. Hi, and welcome to the Untamed and Embodied Show. I'm your host, Tertia Regler, Feminine Embodiment Coach, and here to help you cultivate a life of radiance, everyday pleasure, and unapologetic self-expression. Join me every week as I share how you can tap into your feminine flow so you can come home to yourself and live your life from a place of inner freedom and aliveness. Alignment is the fourth pillar in the foundation of my body of work. And I've spoken about the other pillars in previous episodes and I'll link all of them for you in the show notes. So these four pillars in my experience and This is what I bring to my work. These four pillars are foundational to us living more fully alive, to flourishing and to align ourselves with who we are becoming. So safety, self-intimacy and devotion to our growth has to be in place for us to fully embody the woman we were meant to be. So to me... When I live in alignment with my queen energy, it means that I am in flow with my life. So there's a sense of ease even when we are experiencing challenging times. We are internally resourced to ride the wave of anything that might come our way. Queen energy, living in alignment with our queen energy, also means that we fearlessly claim our actions. We don't hide ourselves anymore and instead we are willing to be seen. We're giving ourselves permission to live as and be our most glorious selves. In the princess energy, we'll often find that we're feeling powerless or that we don't have many choices and I know that I went through a period in my life where I was so stuck in this victim mindset. I felt so powerless and it took some serious getting honest with myself about what was really going on. And what I learned is that we always have a choice. Our internal world is our queendom and this is where we reign. And in our queendom, we get to say how things are. We get to decide how we are going to relate to ourselves and how we're going to relate to our bodies and how we're going to show up in relationships. We get to decide how we are engaging in our own lives. I'd love to share with you five ways in which you can step into this queen energy. So a queen takes full ownership for herself and her past choices. This means that she claims her past and she makes peace and accepts the choices that she has made. Something that I see so often is that we continue to punish ourselves for the things that we have done in the past or the things that we didn't do in the past. So in this life today, in the here and now, we still continue to punish ourselves. We still continue to live with regrets of what happened or what didn't happen. And what this does is it keeps us small, it keeps us quiet, and we live into this worldview that says, I don't deserve better because I got myself into this mess in the first place. I see that claiming our past is a yes to life. It recognizes that that was a choice I made, it recognizes that today my consciousness will not let me make those same choices. I've moved beyond that. But back then, that was the only choice that I made with a consciousness that I had at the time. And I own that. But it doesn't define me. It's not who I am today. And when we can step into this, where we claim our past, but we recognize that it doesn't define us, it's not who I am today, we become willing to be seen. We are no longer hiding ourselves. We are not afraid to be seen fully and we don't carry any secrets that we don't want anybody to find out. So the question is, how would your life be if you were no longer hiding? A queen knows that she's in charge of her emotional well-being. So she doesn't wait for someone else to rescue her. Often with this princess energy, we are waiting for an external authority, an external savior, an external you know, prince on a, on a white horse to storm in and rescue us. But the queen knows. She believes in her deepest heart. She knows in her bones that she will be okay. She has a trust that things will work out. And this makes her open and receptive. So she becomes open to receiving. She becomes magnetic because she lets go of control of other people's perceptions of her. She lets go control of the outcome. She meets herself where she is and she allows herself to feel sad. She allows herself to feel angry and she allows herself to experience pleasure. We're stuck in these habitual patterns of numbing and distracting ourselves. That's really what the princess energy does. It gives over, she gives over her control and her authority to someone outside of herself and she falls into these habitual patterns of distracting herself from really checking in with what is going on. Part of this journey also means that we redefine our relationship to healing. We begin to accept what is instead of trying to heal that. Healing often can imply that there's something wrong that needs to go away. There's something that no longer can be here. But how I understand embodied living is that we are present in our bodies instead of living in our heads. And so we accept what is here. We don't try to shift or transform what is here. We accept that. The queen also lives by her standards and not someone else's. There is a big danger in always comparing yourself to others. And the danger is that most of the time you're going to fall short Most of the time, you're going to find that you are not good enough compared to the external standards that you measure yourself against. Now, by the time that we are seven, our subconscious has mostly been programmed with what is right, what is wrong, what is acceptable, and the rules of our family system, the rules of our community, and then also the rules of our society. And so the definitions of what it means to be successful and the importance of what you do, and certainly in my culture, the car that you drive and which neighborhood you live in, these are all the things that we begin to measure our success against. But the queen measures her success to different standards. When we are empowered, it means that we redefine what success is. We redefine what pleasure looks like. We redefine what love looks like, what relationships look like. Setting your own standards, redefining how you want to show up and practically it could look like writing a new manifesto for your life. Redefining success, redefining the woman that you are, redefining your idea of pleasure or relationships and then sticking this manifesto up somewhere where you can see this. Often our brain has to take a little bit of time to catch up with who we are becoming and it's easy to fall back into those old habits. Habits are easily triggered again by the different cues in our environment and then because of the rewards that we get when we act out these habits, It's very difficult to break old habits. And that's why when we stick up something against the wall and continuously remind ourselves of this new way of being, this new way of becoming, it helps to break those cues and it starts creating new rewards, which creates new neural pathways. And so we can begin to habitually be the queen energy instead of staying stuck in our princess energy. Often we hide the truth from ourselves about what it is that we really desire and what it is that we want because if we acknowledge it, it means that something has to change. Something has to change in our lives. Something has to change in our relationships. And change is scary. Change is the unknown. So often we default to keeping the status quo in a well-meant attempt to keep ourselves safe. So when we redefine our version of who we want to be, I invite you to do that with a big heap of compassion and self-love. The queen uses her mind to empower her instead of disempowering her. Now in the beginning of my journey towards my queendom and alignment I used to rely a lot on mindset tools, but it used to be based on the premise that I need to be fixed, that there was something wrong that needed to be healed, and I really bought into the philosophy of I think, therefore I am. I need to continuously improve myself because there's something wrong with me as I am now and I will never be good enough. And so learning embodiment tools and becoming connected to my feminine energy has been a huge change for me in not only my world view, but also in how I relate to myself. And this is what makes my work different to a lot of the programs out there, is that we work with the body first and then we work with the mind. So you first meet yourself in your body. You liberate the internal and the external oppressive systems that is alive in your body. You feel your desires, you feel your pleasure, you expand that and you sit in that. And only then do you take the action. Only then do you make the mental shift and start using the mind power tools to support you. And then the final way in which a queen shows up is she owns her style and her space. The world really is a mirror. What shows up in your external world is a reflection of what's going on internally. And how you treat your external environment often can be a reflection of how you relate to yourself. So, Take a moment now and think about what is in your external environment. Is there a lot of clutter? Is there a lot of broken items? Are there heaps of things that need tended to, but they have just been pushed to the side because you don't have time right now to focus on them? All of these things, the clutter, the broken items, the, the things that have been pushed to the side, all of this takes up mental space and it reduces the amount of energy and attention that we have available to dedicate to living magnificent and glorious lives. One of the things that I always suggest to the woman that I work with, one of the things that we explore, what is one small thing that you can clear out or sort out in your external environment, to start creating a space that feels easier to breathe in, to start creating a space where it's a pleasure for you to be in. Now, apart from our external environment, our personal style is also a reflection of how we relate to ourselves. And sometimes, I know I do this, sometimes we just go with what is easiest. But How often does this mean that we're wearing underwear and socks with holes in just because they're comfortable? Now, when I talk about personal style, I don't mean following trends. I don't mean following this mainstream idea of we are not allowed to age and we should look young and we should hide our wrinkles and we should hide our gray hair. This really is a very personal choice, and I don't mean this when I speak about personal style. To me, personal style is really about showing up in something that makes you feel good, something that makes you feel luscious or rich or maybe even a little bit naughty or magnificent or fabulous. Whatever it is that you desire, however it is that you desire to feel. So personal style for me is about feeling instead of just being an external experience. So I always suggest that you start by identifying what your personal style is. So what style are you drawn to? What colors are you drawn to? What lines and shapes and textures are you drawn to? And then also, does this work work? In your current lifestyle? Does this work for the way in which you spend your days? And once you've identified your personal style, you can start finding outfits in your closet that represent that. And a good idea is is to take say a day over the weekend, put together a few outfits, you can take a photo of that and then you've got some inspiration going forward when you get dressed in the mornings. And you'll find that the more you do this, the more you apply yourself to dressing in alignment with a woman that you want to be, the easier it's going to become for you. So let me ask you, how do you feel about aligning with your queen energy? Does it excite you? Do you desire that kind of freedom? I'd love to talk to you about it if this is something that you want. I'm enrolling new clients for the autumn, so jump on a free discovery call with me to chat about how we can work together and to see if we are a good fit for each other. I'll leave a link for you in the show notes. All right, queens, thanks for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review wherever you're listening to it as it helps more people find us.